Hi, I'm the Ish Girl, and you're listening to episode 60 of Connection, Not Perfection. The podcast where parents and teachers can find ideas, strategies, and resources for connecting with teens. Hey there, I'm Amy, also known as the Ish Girl, and I am so happy that you're with me today. Now, whether you're new to the scene or a longtime friend, it is great to see you. If you are a regular listener, you might have noticed that I skipped an episode last week. And to be very frank, the past month or so has been one of the hardest seasons that I and my family have experienced in a long time, truly. Um, Several dear friends have experienced unexpected, catastrophic losses. In four different cases, close friends have lost a sibling or a child. It's been heartbreaking and surreal, and I have to say that the grief is constant. Muddling through trying to minister to and love on these families has been my main focus, as you might imagine. So my heart is a bit raw and my perspective has been sharpened. I'm hugging my kids a lot more often when they let me and my prayer life has been jump-started. Which, speaking of, if you are a person of prayer, I would so appreciate it if you would add my friends to your list. I am confident that God will know exactly who you're talking about if you pray for them. Now, as I said, my perspective has been shifted, and it's not that I didn't have my focus squarely centered on how to love and influence and connect with my teens. It's just that now I have a renewed sense of urgency. These losses have been a poignant reminder that there are no guarantees in life. And that reminds me of that quote from the Dead Poet Society movie that Thoreau said, which is to live deep and suck out all the marrow of life. And that ties directly into what I want to talk to you about today. This episode is directed towards you middle school teachers out there. And while I think you probably know what I'm about to share intuitively, I thought it was something worthy of being spelled out. Now, for those of you who aren't middle school teachers, lean in anyway. I'm assuming you're a parent of a teen. And what I'm about to share is one way to recognize the great teachers that they have. Now, when you see a teacher doing these things, take note. It means that they have a passion for your child and a drive to help them become the person he or she is meant to be. Okay, are you ready? Here it is. It is super important for middle school teachers to connect with their students. Now, before I explain what I mean by this, I have to put a caveat out there. There is no way that I'm making the claim that student grades or test scores go up or down based on connections with their teachers, okay? As an educator, I know this all too well, and I know that our students are not widgets or computer hard drives or any other kind of product that can be assembly lined into existence. Kids are affected by a million different factors, and many, if not most, are found outside the classroom, right? Things like hormones, sleep quality, trauma, hunger, abuse, parenting styles, social drama, and personality, of course. Now, believe me when I say that is not an exhaustive list, but it's enough to get my point across. However, I am still going to make the case that connection with students plays a major factor in some other areas. So stay with me as I share what they are. Okay, first, it makes it much more likely that your students are willing to learn from you. Now, I have a question. Have you ever tried learning from a teacher 
that you didn't like or who maybe didn't like you, it is kind of challenging, right? Now, I've experienced this as an adult. One of the continuing ed classes that I took was writing across the curriculum, and I thought I was going to love it. I so enjoy writing. But the teacher that I had made it very clear that she was not interested in any kind of back and forth discussions or um, there was no warmth there with her, which was surprising because she was from Texas. And considering that we were living in Virginia, I thought, wow, this is a way we might connect. She had no interest in connecting with me, but I watched her connect with other students in the class. So it really did feel like there was some kind of bias there. Now, I could have been telling myself a story that was absolutely untrue. There could have been a million different reasons why that was going on. But what I will say is those thoughts that I had made it really difficult for me to respect her as a teacher and to be willing to take the um, knowledge and information that she was sharing with us with any degree of respect or being able to receive it without really challenging it in my mind. So what does that mean for middle school teachers? What it means is you can maximize the learning opportunities that your kids have if you are really sending out the energy that you like them, that you want to connect with them, that you enjoy them, when you express an interest in who they are individually. Because when you do that, chances are they're going to respond to you. And when students like you, they work hard to impress you and to please you. You can kind of compare it to a good boss, right? When you have a boss that you really enjoy and who you feel like respects you and values you, I think you're pretty willing to do anything for them because you feel like you're a part of the team. At least I do. So you're wanting to send that energy to your kids. And when they walk into your classroom, you want them to feel like they are part of your team. Um, In fact, there was a study done in Evaluation and Research and Education, a website, where the authors note that when students like the teacher, their effort and quality of work improves. Now, I'm going to be sharing more from this article as I go along, so I've included it in my show notes, but just suffice it to say in this case that they've done the research that proves that students who like their teachers work harder right? And that doesn't mean that their grades go up or anything like that, because as I mentioned before, there are so many factors that go into a student's um, grades achievement. But when they're working hard for you, and you can tell they're making a huge effort, that makes a big difference. Okay, the second thing, connecting with your students makes classroom management easier. Now you might be asking, well, which comes first, the chicken or the egg, right? Like which comes first, connecting with your students leads to appropriate behavior or appropriate classroom behavior leads to connection. And I think that it's probably a little bit of both. At the very least, it's a symbiotic relationship. But the bottom line is that when students feel safe, they're much more likely to connect. But what might be surprising is that if your classroom is not well managed, it's not only the kids struggling with the boundaries who will resist connection, it's the quiet ones who are observing what's happening around them who are gonna resist it as well because those students won't wanna connect either. They don't trust the teacher to provide a safe, orderly learning environment, so why would they make themselves vulnerable to connection, right? So it's not just those kids who are maybe rowdy, who are kind of pushing against those boundaries. It's the ones who are watching quietly who are affected by that as well. So having an organized, orderly classroom means that once you've spent the time up front to train your students and your procedures, 
you can really begin to focus and pay attention to them as individuals and start sharing more of yourself when that's appropriate. And when you really see each other, it's easier to deal with the different behavioral issues that might come up. Okay, connecting with your students also opens the door for more interactive lessons. When you've built that relationship of trust with your students, you can take them further into your curriculum and do more creative, interactive activities with them because you trust them to do what they're supposed to do and they trust you to lead them and where they need to go. Students are more willing to exert effort and to try things, as I mentioned before. So in another article I found, again, there's a link to that in the show notes, the author maintains, based on a study done in Germany, that when students have positive relationships with their teachers, it affects how they view school and how engaged they are. So again, conversely, if there's no trust, even the best students don't feel free to take risks in the classroom. So here's an example that I have of that. When I taught school, I was actually teaching social studies in Northern Virginia, just outside of Washington, D.C. And because of budget limits and things like that, we didn't get to do very many field trips, which was, as you can imagine, disappointing since I was teaching civics, you know, government, economics, right outside the nation's capital. So one of the things that I did after we got started each year into the school year was to do what I called no frills field trips. I would communicate with parents and students that I would be at a particular metro station on a Saturday at a given time and that my plan would be to go to, you know, whether it was the Washington Monument or the Jefferson Memorial or um, any of the various Smithsonian museums that were available, um, I would just say, here's the time we're going and here's what we're going to do. And I would love for you to be a part of it. Now, of course, all students weren't able to participate, but what I found was because I was connected with the students, many of them would come and I did have some rules, like they did have to have an adult with them. Anyway, all that to say that when you're connected with your students and with your classroom, you can really expand the things that you do with them. Okay, so the fourth reason that it's important to connect with your kids is that it's the only way you're going to impact them the way that you want to. You want to have a positive impact, I'm assuming, and you can't do that without connection. No connection means that they won't remember those things that you really want them to walk away with, or they're going to remember you for the wrong reasons. Now, I think it's a not-so-secret fact that most teachers want to be the grown-up that their students remember. That one teacher who's thanked from the Oscars stage or has a book dedicated in your honor. Now, I say that tug-in-cheek, I'm kind of laughing about that, but I think we all harbor that secret hope, right? It's hard not to as a teacher because we know that we are building into the these kids, right? Now, I think this is a good place to mention that there are occasions when a negative student-teacher connection can result in a positive academic outcome. I would say this probably happens the most with those contrarians out there. You guys know what I'm talking about, that situation where a kid dislikes a teacher so much that they set out to prove that they can do anything that's thrown at them. Now, I actually have a friend from college, a former roommate, who experienced this in school where she was told by one of her counselors that she should really not consider college. She should maybe consider going to cosmetology school, learn how to cut hair, that kind of thing, which is fine and fantastic. Those are awesome careers if that's what you choose to do. But my friend wanted more, and she is now a 
CPA and has been for decades and has just rocked the accounting world. So she's definitely one of those people who used the opposition of that particular educator to spur her along to do greater things than what was expected of her. So I would say those are more the exception than the rule. But I do, you know, I do know that that exists. So I wanted to throw that in there. Okay, the last reason that middle school teachers need to connect with their students is so that you don't miss out because you are going to have some amazing students. And if you don't connect, you'll miss all the goodness that's there and the opportunity to really speak into their lives. Now you have to earn that right to speak into their lives and that means investing in connection. And I have to say that when you're not intentional about creating that connection, it can make your days in the classroom much less fulfilling because teaching without connection makes it a job and not a calling. Okay. To recap, here are the reasons it's super important for middle school teachers to connect with their students. Number one, it makes it more likely that students are willing to learn from you. Number two, it makes classroom management easier. Number three, it opens the door for more interactive lessons. Number four, It's the only way you're going to impact them the way that you want to. Number five, you want to connect so that you don't miss out. Okay, I'd love to know if and how you're connecting with your students out there. We're well into the school year now. Can you even believe that it's October? And you are probably well past that honeymoon period of the school year. So I'd love to know, how's it going for you guys? So head to my show notes and find all my socials and connect with me there. And if you're a middle school teacher, I would love for you to join my private Facebook group, Start Strong in the Middle. It's a community for teachers just like you, especially for the newbies out there. And I also just want to say I am continuing to work on a project that I am so excited about. So stay tuned to find out more about the things that I'm going to be putting out there to support middle school teachers specifically. Okay. Thanks friends again for joining me today. I cannot tell you what an honor it is to be part of your day. So until next time, from an ish girl who is so thankful for all the teachers who took the time to connect with me, like Mrs. Rayo, Madame Gaston, Ms. Narcisse, Mrs. King, Mrs. Vic, and many, many more. It is all about connection, not perfection. <laughs>